Welcome to Neoweek Audio, a collection of podcasts and Twitter spaces produced and curated by Neoweek, the number one news and community platform for the Neo Protocol and the Aurora ecosystem. At neoweek.com slash podcasts, you can find every interesting audio piece from the community in one place. We curate content on topics such as DeFi, NFTs, gaming, DAOs, community hangouts, and more. Basically, we got you covered near fam. And without further ado, let's dig in.
Wednesday. It's a really great in here and I'm so excited to be doing this. Welcome to the Women Working Wednesday. So we're going to be spending the next two minutes waiting to have a full house. We would like for all of our listeners to be with us from the beginning, from the start to the end. So let's just listen to the music, have a good time while we wait for a fuller house but thank you so much everyone who's here thank you so much vivi for joining in thank you so much octopus thank you so much bbu thank you cedar thank you max mox thank you hannah thank you rl thank you gma a and we'll spend the next two minutes waiting for the rest of our listeners thank you so much for joining in so early So welcome everyone once again to the Women with Free Wednesday session. It's another exciting Twitter space series. Oh, sorry. It's another exciting X space series with the Web3 Women Hub. And today's session features a really, really exciting and interesting personality, a media and web educa- web three educationist, Vivi Lynn. And together for the next one hour, we will be collectively exploring the future of the Web3 ecosystem with AI discussing the role and place for women and women inclusion in developing that future. Welcome everyone once again to the Women Work Free Wednesday session. To all our first-time listeners, as well as our returning listeners, the Women Work Free Wednesday is a weekly X-Space series dedicated to spotlighting women who are having, who have interesting and innovative contribution to the Web Free ecosystem, as well as divulging the intersection of technology and women inclusion for the future of technological and economical advancement. It is our pleasure today to have with us Vivilin. Welcome Vivilin. Kindly introduce yourself to our listeners. 
Hi, hi, Lydia. Hi. Um, hi, everyone. Thank you very much for um, Web3 Women's invitation. Um, also, um, hi, everyone uh, in the audience. Very happy to be here. So a very brief introduction about myself. Um, like you could see from my bio from Twitter, uh, I'm a Web3 and AI advocate. And also I'm um, a partner at Octopus Network, which is a Web3 infrastructure built on Near. Um, so before crypto, I was a TV personality, um, used to work for Reuters Financial TV and some other major uh, media platforms. I am a big believer of growth empowerment, empowerment, and I believe, um, you know, there are really no limits for women. And um, even in the space like in Web3 or AI or more um, kind of advanced technology space, um, I, I hope to see more women making waves. Lydia, back to you. There's a brief introduction by myself. Yo, that's that's a really power that's a power introduction. It's really really interesting, and we're so excited to have you today with us, Vivi. Uh, <clears throat> so, like you did mention, you had a quite interesting background as a media personality, and I think I find it um, I think it's intriguing for us to know what's in what inspired your decision to transition to Web three as well as focusing on promoting Web three education as well as AI advocacy with your media personality. And of course, your interview and teacher spaces, as well as all of your TV shows. Thank you. Thank you, Lydia. Very good question. Um, so I think what I like about Web3 is the the freedom and ownership. So um, let me just like really quickly roll back a little bit to give uh, the audience um, kind of like the context of what is Web3. Um and for, for, for people who are not so familiar with the uh, space yet, right? So Web 1.0 is read-only, and Web 2.0 is read and write and interact on the internet, like, you know, like what we all do with Twitter, with Facebook, and all that. So Web 3 is really taking that to another level, um, because blockchain and crypto, we have the ownership of data, with the decentralization of power and data. So that is, um, I think for me, is very important because it could provide individuals with power and freedom to fight against any regimes, for example. Um, actually, I want to uh, introduce a book to you, which is called The Sovereign Individual. Uh, so the authors foresees um, a new class of sovereign individuals which will leverage technology to achieve greater personal freedom, autonomy, and independence from traditional political and economic structures. And this book um, has been really widely popular in Silicon Valley, where I am based. And and that's basically what is happening right now, as I'm sure um, a lot of people in the audience, or if you are already part of the Web3 audience, you are... Um, or maybe you have seen someone, or maybe yourself are part of the digital nomad um, community, right? So, uh, so for for my personal story, I actually stumbled into crypto quite naturally back in twenty seventeen and eighteen, the previous bull market, and um, so I was producing a show about innovation called Vivi in the Valley, uh, based on stories in uh, in Silicon Valley. So I was exposed to the crypto community. Uh, because at that time, like everyone was was talking about crypto, and a lot of people working for the big companies, like the big tech companies, they uh, they they switched to start 
their um, startups in crypto. So, um, so after I have the explosion, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm generally a very curious person. So I look into the topic and the more I understand it, the more um, I'm attracted to it. So, you know, like the whole in- innovation, the ideals, idealism, the lifestyle and what it stands for, right? Like, like I said, the freedom and the sovereignty. So, um, so yeah, I went down to the rabbit hole ever since. Lydia? Yeah, definitely I can hear you. Please go on. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's the story. That's how I make the uh, transition. So, and then, yeah, so like the more I understand the, the space, right? So like now more things are happening, right? Like, like you said, AI and everything. So it's all about the, um, the advanced technology, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's about when, when it comes to back to us, it's about what kind of life you want and what kind of um, dreams you want to pursue, right? So, and then, and then I think uh, Web3 and the, the advocacy for Web3 and AI for humanity. I think that's really kind of uh, part of my calling. So yeah, so that is, that's how I make the transition from pure media personality to, uh, I'm still doing everything media related, but I kind of pivoted a little bit more um, to the, the space of Web3 and AI. And that actually sounds like a really, really eventful career as a pre media personality. And so far, you've hosted a lot of interview sessions, educative content, TV shows all around Web3 advocacy, Web3 education, you know, promoting innovation, technologies, and as well as founders and technology innovators. It's been such an eventful career for you as a media personality. And we're quite aware that you're launching a new <clears throat> a new TV show or a new show which you've named Disruptions. So please tell us about this show. What inspired this session, this show you're about to launch and what listeners can expect from the future episodes of Disruption? Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for bringing this up. Um, so yes, yeah, so Disruption is, um, is a show, it's a video show that um, aims to share the amazing stories from disruptors in the innovation space. So uh, we hope the show could, by sharing these stories, we could inspire more people. Like a lot of you in the audience, you might be a disruptor yourself and you might you might be thinking to start your own your own you know your your own gear your own uh, startup and we hope that some of the stories from those disruptors from this good role models could inspire people so that is like what inspired me to uh, to work with my team to do to do uh, this show so you know like with the advent of Ch- chat gpt i'm sure most of you might already be aware of it or might be using it so and then you, you see all so many things happening uh, in the technology space, right? So like this new tools come, comes up and then here and there. So we want to really go to the bottom of it to to go to the person, the people who make those things happen, right? So like what inspired them and what are they doing? You know, like what do they want to do with the tech? You know, they want to use it to change the world in some ways. And, and we want to just by sharing these human stories and we could, um, so, so not only AI, right? So blockchain and even now it's like the bear market, but a lot of projects they are still doing, you know, like 
um, bear market is, is like a good place for solid projects to build. So there's still a lot of things happening. Like for example, Octopus Network, that um, the project I'm working with, we are the infrastructure. So so we are still, still building the near IPC bridges. We're still doing a lot of, you know, like the underground, like the kind of the um, the infrastructure level of, of work. And so a lot of projects like us, you know, doing a lot of things in the space. And then so we really want to share the stories to to give people the perspective. Um, so for future episodes will roll out um, soon with the founders in AI and Web3 and also contrarian investors who spot the trends earlier than anyone else and also like some very solid industry industry experts uh, who could also make sense of all the new things coming up right in the innovation space. So we want to give people the human story and to make sense of what is really happening in the world because with I'm sure you you know, like with the rise of AI, um, now there's a lot of discussions about how humans and AI could coexist in a way that, you know, like more closely than ever, right? So we are really in this very disruptive time in history. So I think I think we do need to to be part of the community to, you know, to join them, right? So, so to, to know what is happening, to make sense of it, and then so you can make the right decisions for your own career, for your own life, and all that. And that really sounds interesting. Considering that we're pursuing the possibility of Web3 and AI fusion, I really, I personally do think I am of the opinion that the Disruptor um, show is really, really important to provide the adequate platform for the innovators, the technology makers, the technology developers to meet with the users and that will really help for the adoption, understanding, and also putting into perspective the sphere of development for users to understand the technology they'll be using better. I, I totally do admire the... Definitely, I the, definitely. I totally do admire that. So before we go on to talk about, before we go on to the focus of today's conversation, which is exploring the future of Web3 ecosystem with AI, I'd like to ask you one personnel it's a bit with your question but I, I i think it's interesting for us to hear from vivilin how does vivilin feel about what does she think of her career or her experience so far as a media personality as a woman precisely working in the mm-hmm. web ecosystem yeah yeah um yeah very very interesting question um like i want to just echo what a, a little bit like but uh, what you said but obviously we are going to go into more details uh, later like later on right so on the uh um, on the, you know, the AI and the convergence of AI and uh, technology in our life. Um, so the, um, for, as, as a woman, I mean, um, in Web3 is, I, I just, I would like to say that, you know, Web3 or any industry needs women. Um, I really enjoy being part of the Web2 community and then all like the bigger innovation space. And um, definitely we are the minority in the group. Um, If you look at the data, if, you know, it just like, even though more women are um, making waves in the space, um, but still there's not enough. So it really takes, I think it takes courage and um, it could be intimidating because, you know, this is like a very... 
it's, it's still a very metro space. You see all the um develop the developers, investors, and you know they are mostly men, right? So um I think, but as women, I think we bring the warmth, we bring a lot of creativity, we we bring a lot of you know solid work in the space as well. So um. I'm not sure whether you heard about, um, you know, Facebook's former COO, Sherrod Sandberg's uh, book, Lean In. Um, you you yeah. can see it in, and actually anywhere, right? So on, on the, in the bookstores, in the airport bookstores. And um, so I, I also read this years ago, right? So um, I think it really described this vivid scene. And in, in the book, like she said, like when she was pitching for the, um, for Facebook at that time, she went to the visit. She went to visit a, a VC's office, and she asked, "Where's the ladies' room?" And then n- none of them knew where the the ladies' room were because no women had come, have come to the office to pitch before. You know, you just can you imagine like the the scarcity of women in the space. So um, I think I think I I'm, I'm glad that things are changing because people are aware of it and people are talking about it. Like so, thank you, Lydia, like hosting this. Um, interesting panel like for people to to talk about it and so that we can exchange experiences and stories and we can support each other right so I think from from my pers- perspective like um, as women I think you know we we need to be brave and um, so because it's like a tendency right so it's, it's kind of building in us we are more humble you know we we sit at the back of the room and or we we leave the uh, the front of the, t- the 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 front road or the center table to other people, right? So so in Lean In, Sherry Samber also said, you know, don't do that. You just just sit on sit on the table. You need to, you know, you get your seat in a table. So because you you you're worth it. You you deserve that. And so I think just start by doing small things and remind yourself kind of intentionally that um, you are you know, you're good, you're good enough. And, and don't think that, oh, I'm not good enough. I need to learn. I think it's good to have this humble mindset, but also you need to um, just, just show like, like they said, like, you know, like fresher muscles or something you need to, to show your confidence. So I think that is very important too, just to remind ourselves that we are, we are, we are capable. We are smart. A lot of things are new, so it's intimidating for anyone, not only just to us as as a woman, you know, like the, the new technology, the new trends, and everyone is learning it, like in Web three as well. So don't feel stupid that if you don't understand, so you you can go and find out, you can ask questions, and you can do your research. So I think that is the, uh, you know, really that is one of the things that um, that I learned that once you get over your fear you start enjoying it, right? So like you, you you look back, wow, I learned so much. I didn't know a lot about all this technology. I'm not from a technology uh, background. But once I learned about it, I think that's the logic behind, right? So you just need to know your your, your space. For example, like, like me as a storyteller, right? A media person. So my road is to to able to understand how things work and then to be able to explain it in a language that people would understand. So I think... Once you find your position and, 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 and you could just like getting better at it. So, so just don't, um, don't sell yourself short. Don't, don't think like, oh, I, you know, I don't understand that. Uh, I can't do it. If you like, you can. So, so I think that is the, um, uh, 
that's the message I think maybe for a lot of people like you you are stronger you're smarter than you think once you put your mind into it but of of course it has to be something that you're really interested in you're really curious about right yeah yeah, I totally, I, I totally agree with everything you said. And I think what stood out the most for me from all of the things that you've said is that once you let go of the fear, you begin to realize how much of learning you do. Because yes. quite, frank, quite frankly, it is a new space. It is a new technology for even the developers, for even the contributors. Exactly. For even the so we're all just lost in this. We're all just in a learning curve, you know, learning in real time, hands-on experience, hands-on development, hands-on, you know, progress and innovation. So just let go of the fear. Don't sell yourself short in your exact words and of course, make the most of the ecosystem. So just in case you're just joining us, it's the Women with Wednesday session. And with us today is Vivi Lins. Vivi Lins is the, is a partner and digital, is an digital media person with Octopus. And today in our conversation, we are going to be focusing on the future of the web ecosystem with AI, as well as the role for women and women inclusion in that developing that future. So right about time, we are focusing, we are moving right on to the main focus of today's conversation. To begin today's conversation, Vivi, um, I'd like for us to talk, I'd like for you to tell me, as an, as an web advocate and educationist, what do you consider, I think it's important to have, you know, in full sighted education, I think we've had a really, really interesting talk, a really, really interesting time talking about the positivities to Web3, of course, the ownership, the transparency, <laughs> all of that, the decentralization and all of that is really, really great. It's really, really amazing. But I think it, it would be fair and more balanced to consider on the flip side, what could you consider what would you consider or what would you term a potential risk associated with Web3? And how can we ensure that these are addressed in a way that benefits everyone? Yes. I think that's a really good question, um, especially when we are in the bear market. And I think people ask that question even more, like, what's the point of Web3? And when people are not making those money and, and, and when the frenzy fades away. So I think from the industry's point of view, uh, one big problem facing Web3 is the issue of adoption. So, you know, like that means um, a lot of Web3 projects, um, those decentralized applications, for example, are still lacking real market adoption. Um, so if you look around, people, there are really not many um, applications there, you know, in Web3, they have the, the same scale or success as in Web2, because for many reasons, the user experience is not good. And, you know, like the threshold for to enter Web3 is still pretty high. You need to have this digital wallet and this and this. So um, I think the, you know, like, and if if you look at the popular applications in Web3, they pretty much fall into the, you know, the finance space. A lot of the trading, a lot of the, um, you know, defined and, 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 but if we are just trading tokens is, it's just a numbers game, right? So we need real applications and real use cases to support all this financial numbers and engineering and, and the, um, um, it's like you, you, you need to have the real solid economy and then you have the financial, the fi- you know, you, you need to have the financial industry. So I think that's the challenge facing the industry um, like right now, because to be honest, Web3 is still in a very early stage and um, a lot of the projects are still building infrastructure. So um, it's like 
every industry revolutions, it we really always starts from the in, infrastructure le- level and then it moves up, right? So once you close to tipping point, things just change. So, um, so I think it's um, it it could be intimidating for for people who are not in the space yet. So they, if they look from outside, so if people in the audience, they look from outside, they, they, they feel like, wow, like crypto is so dangerous, right? So like there's food of scams and and people could lose money so easily. So I think um, the, the, the big problem is still, like if we do have solid projects making great um, progress in adoption, um, and I think a lot of things will start to change. So... Like that's why like, at Octopus Network we are building infrastructure to help more projects doing applications to have better user experience, etc. So I think there are a lot of people uh, working towards this direction. Um, so it just we just need more 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 patience and more um, more faith in in the space. I totally I totally agree with you. I I totally agree with you because. Uh, personally, I'm I'm of the opinion I'm of the opinion just like you that the best product out of Webfi or the most products who will drive the most Webfi adoption will be the product with the simplest user experience, with the simplest or with who decentralizes or how do I put it, demystifies the whole Web3 processes. That is a Web3 back end and a Web2 front end. So maybe some some sort of a fast authentication like the near protocol we call it some fast auth. so considering all of these um disadvantages or all of these downsides we've already considered and weighed in on the conversations how would you describe or what are your views on the possibilities of a web3 and ai merger for the future of the web3 ecosystem ahead as well yeah, as so, considering mm-hmm. the consequences associated with it yeah, I think that's a really good question, but also a very big question. Um, so I think like a lot of the people in when Web3 is talking about this um, this merger and convergence, right, about uh, Web3 and AI, since right now with the advent of GPT, AI is really like the new the new frenzy, the new buzzword now. Um, everybody's using AI, like everything, every every startup is this AI startup right now. It's like almost like before, like people would just want to put a spin on, on Web3. Everybody wants to be part of the Web3 or Metaverse. Yeah. So the frenzy yeah. is like shifted to AI, right? So like a lot of people are trying also in Web3, they're trying to find this angle to see how they could combine these two together. Um, so... But if we look further, there might be some really good um, synergy. I think where the blockchain technology and Web three could combine AI for human good. Uh, for example, the the you know Web three and blockchain um, can help AI become more transparent and decentralized in several ways, especially in areas around data privacy, security, and control. So, um, like for example, decentralized AI models. Um, but obviously, those are you know. Uh, those are the the kind of the, the theories, the idealism. So we do know that in reality, a lot of things happen differently, right? So like, um, but I think I think just like we're looking at the vision first, and then you know, since everything right now is still also is still in early stages and lots of things still happening. So like for example, I just want to to take the decentralization, the power of decentralization. So 
by leveraging decentralized networks, the AI models can be, for example, developed, trained, and maintained in a dis- distributed manner. So this can prevent a single point of failure or control, and thus increasing the, re- um, the you know, the uh, trustworthiness of, of AI systems. Um, so, you know, this is one point. And also, like, for example, transparent AI development, um, the use of blockchain technology could possibly enable transparent AI development by, for example, recording every step of the development process, including data collection, model training, and decision-making. So this transparency can help users better understand how AI systems arrive at their conclusions. Um, and that also will be fostering trust and accountability. But again, a lot of them, you know, like they are, I do, you know, we also, I, 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 I discussed this with, uh, with people in the industry. And those are really very good idols, you know, ideal ideas, right? So, um, but in reality, who would who would really do that? If like think about those companies, OpenAI or or these big guys, they have a lot of data. They have a would they do that, right? So 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 this is like the question, of, you know, a reality check. So I think um, so so obviously this is a we're not um, you know we're not going to just solve this problem or issues by just just simply by um, discussing it in our show, right, in in, the, in this panel. But I think it's a good question to ask. And, and as long as people are asking questions and looking for answers and, and, and thinking, I think that there will be a, a lot of ways. Like, for example, also open source AI development. We already seen, like, Meta, like the Facebook also, like, they just announced the open source of the uh, this Llama models too. And, and, you know, like, so they are... Um, I think there's still things that are happening um, to, you know, blockchain Web3 could facilitate open source AI development um, in a lot of ways by allowing developers to collaborate in a decentralized and transparent manner, for example. So um, I do see a lot of the, the synergies, uh, but the challenges we'll see also, you know, like the fighting between people with vested interests and new innovators who want to build a better world. So there's always, and I think that's always the, um, the reality of, of like human, if you look at the human history, is always this case. But as long as people are um, are working towards the, that direction, I think we are in the good place. Yo, I, I I agree with you. I totally do agree with you because, um, like you did mention, Web three is an evolving technology, and AI two is still an evolving technology, and it's only natural or common for tech enthusiasts, you know, Web2 startups, Web2 web technologies already existing, trying to find a spin to AI as is, as, as was with the Web3 buzz. And also considering the possibility of an AI and Web3 merger. But um, as with every technology or technological innovation, there are possibilities of risks. And I do not know if off the top of your head, what are the potential <clears throat> risks associated with the AI and Web3 merger that you can think of at the moment? And 
are there any suggestions that you could offer to mitigate these challenges, especially, especially because for the most of our listeners, they're just basically people who are enthused or enthusiastic about the Web3 technology as well as AI, and they're mostly the more of users than technology developers. So in light of advising or educating listeners who are mostly users, what are the solutions or what are the suggestions you could offer to mitigate these risks and challenges with the potential of an AI and Web3 merger? Yeah, I think that's also like a very, very important question, but also a very big question. Um, so just on top of my head, I, you know, like um, I, I do um, see some potential foreseeable risks um, that also exist already in, in those, um, you know, in, in, in the scenarios that you mentioned, combining um, the Web3 and AI together. Um, like, for example, it could amplify the risks um, in, in security vulnerability as well as privacy concerns, right? So like the integration of, of AI and Web3 could, could introduce new attack vectors and security vulnerabilities. So we already see a lot of hacking in the crypto space, and and if, for example, AI is is used um, by the back actors, um, imagine the risk, right? It would be, you know, catastrophe. And, uh, and also, one more concern is the uh, misalignment of incentives. So in AI, there's already um, this big concern called the alignment issue, um, meaning human values and AI might not be aligned to serve the common good. So um, so now with the integration of Web3's token-based economics, so if that is not designed or used properly, it could really encourage um, malicious behavior or gaming of the system. So, you know, like, like you said, Web3 is still evolving and, and AI also is, is, is like really moving very fast and then it's faster than the regulations could catch up in a lot of sense, right? So, so I think if, if the two things are combined and, and <laughs> fall in the, the hands of the, back, the, 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 the bad guys, um, obviously the, 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 the risks are imaginable, unimaginable. So... Um, I think those are the concerns that facing the whole industry, and um, I'm sure like you have seen, um, and also like a lot of experts are looking for ways, and including also regulators, and looking for ways to solve these problems. Um, we might not have the answers right away, but I think the direction is clear, um, in the sense that like we do need to align the um, AI. Or Web3, you know, like, so I'm the big advocate for Web3 and AI for good, meaning, you know, like we need to use those technologies, amazing te technologies um, for human good. So I think that is the whole point of why we have all these powerful tools is like, like, like nuclear, right? So you use nuclear for, for power, for everything, you don't use it to kill people. So, but that's human nature. So I think we're always going to have this, um, this discussion, I think, is a very important and valid discussion, and that people should talk about it. And so, as long as we are aware of the problems and risks, and there will be there will always be people looking for solutions and um, to mitigate these risks. I think so. From like for me personally, for example, I'm not a I'm not a technologist, right? So like, but I'm sure in the audience and um, in the bigger community, there are lots of genius smart people who are kind-hearted and who also 
want to serve the humanity for good. So I think what we do is, like Lydia, you asked a really good question. You know, like we 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 talk about this, so we bring awareness to more people, and then like that is the contribution we make. So everyone is actually part of this, right? So like if we understand it, and then we advocate, you know, to use all these powerful tools for human good, and we highlight the questions and the risks, so we're aware of that. And so all the different parties, they can do their job. So I think that is the way that we could mitigate the risks. Yeah, and that, that's really, really insightful because, and, and actually, in my opinion, more realistic. So if you're listening, like Vivi had said, it's it's important that we're asking these questions. It means that there's a possibility or a potential for an answer. So we might not really have the question, the answer to these questions available off the top of our head right now at the moment on the spot. But it's important that we look at for the emergence of these technologies that are potentially for social good, for the good of or advancement of human and you know human activities, and also be aware or be on the lookout for potential negativities for potential for things that do not quite seem right for things that do not quite seem you know things you're just generally unsure about ask the questions and like Vivi had mentioned if you ask the right questions the right answers will find you it's really really been an amazing time on the women Web wednesday session today we're so super blessed and so so you know honored to have Vivi with us today we've had a thorough session discussing about web3 ai and the future of the major future of the measure of these technologies for the Web3 ecosystem and, of course, for humans and for social good. And we're about to round up. I mean, time is far spent. Before we go or before we proceed to talk about women, women inclusion and the role of this for this advancement, one last question um, for you, Vivi, on Web3 and AI. So let's talk about decentralized um, autonomous organizations that was so that was so far has been really really impactful and beneficial for the development of web3 ecosystem within protocols within different web3 protocols within you know communities within even projects that was have been essentially beneficial and, and, and for for an ai advocate as you are i think you would have really interesting insights to how ai can help improve that system for the web ecosystem and if you have anything to say about that sure sure um yeah so i think as web3 continues to develop uh, ai powered downs um do have the uh, potential to become an integral part of the digital landscape. Um, it could offer new ways to govern, manage resources, and collaborate in decentralized and transparent environments. For example, uh, it could be more efficient, uh, you know, resource allocation with the power of AI. So um, it, it would be even more automated. And then also it could also help decision-making, governance, collaborations more efficient, um, between DAO members and also among different DAOs, right? So again, I think AI is a tool, just like as any tools that that um, that we use to to make the <clears throat> the operations more efficient and um, kind of more convenient for us. Uh, but just right now, AI the tools are are becoming more powerful. So again, I think the risks are the same, like we mentioned above, right? So with companies or organizations or people using AI. So we just need to make sure that it's used in, you know, like, like before we said code is, code is law, right? So to use in a way that is legit 
and it, it serves the human good, right? So, so we just need to watch out the risks and and uh, kind of mitigate the the downside. Yeah, yeah. I I think at this point it's safe to say that. Um, we are all responsible or we are all contributors, whether as users, community members, technology developers, we are all contributors and responsible for the outcome or the potential outcome we get from a Web3 and AI merger. Because for the most part of it, we all have to be on the lookout for use cases or merger situations that promote or promote a potential for, you know, social good advancement of human and human life with these mergers and be sure to ensure or enforce that they are positively implemented. I think that's what you said, Vivi, right? Exactly, yeah. So um, moving from that, moving from that, I think we should talk about um, the ethical considerations to be taken into account as Web3 technology becomes more widespread for developers for for de- developers and innovators these what what's um what ethical considerations do you suggest that is paramount should be prioritized for the development of web free technologies and also for our listeners our, who are users who are mostly users what ethical considerations should they look out for in web free products that they will be using so I think you know privacy and security, for example. Like I, I, I do. I think you you raise a really good point. You know, for from the developers' point of view, and so I think I think it's um, um, everyone is a stakeholder in this space. I think right from developers to to investors, researchers, policymakers, and users like you and me. So I think we're all part of part of the. Uh, um, part of this community and, and none of us is in meal because either we will be impacted uh, anyway. So I think um, to encourage open source projects and also um, to encourage more collaborations among developers, researchers and organizations to foster transparency, accountability and peer review in AI development. Um, if it's also relevant to, to Web3, I think, I think that is like this kind of open collaborations and communications uh, are important. I think transparency is key. That means we should encourage more transparent algorithms and, and explainable AI. Um, and I think also like Stanford Institute for Human-Centered AI had a report pinpointing the importance of explainable AI technology uh, and which can help make AI systems more understandable and accountable for users and regulators. So again, I think those are the issues that need the whole you know, the whole industry, the whole kind of human to address and solve. So I think you um, have make a really good point that, you know, from from the builders, uh, you know, kind of like a foundation, the developers uh, point of view, and then, you know, to to kind of, I think, to have, to build up like a, um, like a system. Yeah, like to, 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 to the ethics, right? So to, to make people aware the importance of the, the things they do, right? So because they do have to carry a lot of responsibilities. If like they have yeah. all their regular rhythms, everything opaque, we wouldn't be able to, to understand and see until the results is show, right? So if things are transparent from that level, um, and then a lot of risk could be prevented, right? So like some people would probably spot 
the cold, the metals in the coating and everything, and then so you could pre- pre- prevent some more risk, like like before happening. I agree with your point on preventing preventing the risks before they happen. So you've you've shared really helpful and you know educative tips that I'm sure will be beneficial for our users who potentially might want to you know innovate and build their own web three and AI technologies future in the future, as well as for our listeners who are also users what they should look out for. Thank you so much, Vivi. It's been a really, really interesting time on the Women Web Free Wednesday. I totally did enjoy myself and I'm pretty sure our listeners did have a fun time listening to us, learning and, of course, expanding the knowledge base from with our amicable and amazing guest and teacher speaker today, Vivi Lin. Thank you so much, Vivi Lin, for joining us. Today has been a really, really amazing session on the Women Web Free Wednesday brought to you by the Web3 Women Hub. Let's not forget that the Women Web3 Wednesday is a weekly Twitter space. Oh my God, I made that mistake again. It's a weekly X space session hosted by the by Loser. So it's important to mention that Loser is a decentralized music streaming platform and we are leveraging blockchain technology to do the things that we are already excellent at, which is revolutionizing technological systems for the music industries and streaming, accounting, earning for both artists and their fans and community building for artists as well as marketing. So Loser presents a really, really exciting and interesting opportunities for music lovers, lovers of all forms of arts as well as artists. And I'd love for all of our listeners to, of course, take a moment to peep at the Loser Twitter page. Give them a follow, turn on notifications, be a part of a community, be a part of the Web3 Women Hub community. We'll have a lot of excited opportunities, events, community events, an opportunity is packed up for all of our community members. So make sure you don't miss out on it. So we're rounding up on the Women with the Wednesday session today with Vive. And um, before we proceed to talk about women and women inclusion, one last question on your personal opinion, Vivi. And I think this is um, quite sentimental, but I'd like to know your personal sentiment, your personal views on what you think is or would be the most interesting and exciting aspect of the Web3 ecosystem. Hmm. Okay, so I think um, we have a lot of faith in I think in in in, in Web three, despite uh, the market conditions right now. Because, like I said, in, I think a lot of uh, great projects are built in bear market. So, like the big issue that I um, that we we touch upon the issue of adoption. So, I think one thing I'm really looking forward to is to see more uh, adoption in you know, coming up soon for probably in the next bull market. Like, so right now people are building and then when, when you reach a, another tipping point and then we'll see, uh, we see the change of landscape very soon. So like, um, so for, because uh, Octopus Network that um, I'm, I'm, I'm working at, so we are, we're, we're, we're Web3 infrastructure. We're building, we're working really hard um, in, in the space of, um, Share security and also um, interoperability. So we are actually building the IBC bridges, um, um, the near IBC bridges, with um, you know, basically which will will help connect the Cosmos ecosystem with near, and that will unleash a lot of um, more opportunities in the Web three space. So and then also the um, I think the. The infrastructure layer, I, I just cannot um, stress enough the importance of 
of all this, you know, the hard work that the builders are doing in this space. So that laid a foundation for the takeoff of the decentralized applications because they could, that is the way they could help um, the applications to have better user experience. Um, they could become more secure. And a lot of the things that people complain about Web3, and I think a lot of the builders in the industry are working very hard to address these issues and to to really make it easier for people to adapt. Like in the near ecosystem, for example, um, and the, well, you are part of the near ecosystem too. So you know that, you know, the user experience is really good the way they do the wallet. And so it's still much, it's already much more like simplified than a lot of um, other uh, website wallets out there. So, I mean, like just, you know, to, you know, to put it simply, I think um, we need to have more faith and space and patience in the space and, um, and just keep working hard on what you are doing if you are a website builder and we'll have more, we'll see more um, applications take off in the next circle, in the coming, in the coming bull markets. Yeah, yeah, you, you've got really interesting and insightful points there, Vivi. So um, here's the point where we get to conclude. And of course, look about, we cannot conclude, we definitely cannot conclude without talking about women and women inclusion. So first of all, Vivi, what, what are your opinion or what, pardon me, what are your suggestions for or advice you'd give to women who want to pick top and key contributors in the Web3 ecosystem but do not know how to go about it? Yeah, I think um, so for for women who want to be part of the Web3 uh, space and you, you, you're still not part of it yet, um, so don't worry because it's still a very early stage and which means once you're in, you are still there's still a lot of opportunities and I think one thing is important is like we, we talked about earlier is to have the growth mindset and don't get intimidated uh, by all this new things and and the the big um words that coming out and just try to there's a lot of common sense so i think once you get over your fear um you understand that that is um you know is it's not as complicated as as it seems and you just need to be a little bit more hands-on and you can try some new things with cautious with caution uh, of course you know don't don't invest your money in blindly but but i think um web3 is still a very uh kind of comparatively small and engaging community so i think people you know like like the, the Twitter spaces you're, you're hosting. And then there are a lot of those um, people doing the same thing to advocate, to educate uh, the newcomers. So, so just be open-minded, enjoy those uh, groups and um, have an open mind, have a growth mindset. And uh, I think proceed with caution. I think that would be the, the, the three points that I could share with my the fellow um, women friends yeah yeah so I, I just for just for emphasis the three points are let go of your fear first point is let go of your fear the second would definitely tread with cushion and what's the third Vivi? did i forget it <laughs> yeah so and also yeah like get over your fear have the growth mindset open mind yeah. 
and yeah, yeah, tra- exactly. yeah trap with caution. Trap with caution. Let go of your fear, have a growth and an open mindset, and of yeah. course, as important yes, as you summed it up very well. Be question. So, um, we I think it's important that we talk about um Octopus Network, which presents an exciting technology for the web ecosystem. So, what can Oliver? What what what's the summary of what Octopus Network is building and developing for the web ecosystem? And because what can our listeners or what can all of the users? expect from Octopus Network in Q3 and of course Sure. Thank you. Yeah, so um, if you want to know more about Octopus Network, you see uh, like Octopus Network, actually our official um, Twitter is in the audience. Um, you can follow uh, our Twitter um, accounts and we have all the updates there. And also feel free to um, also uh, follow myself. And so in, 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 in simple words, Octopus Network is a near-based multi-chain Web3 infrastructure that provides shared security, interoperability, and community for Web3 startups. So uh, we are an infrastructure that helps decentralized applications to build app chains so that um, the applications could design better user experience uh, and a lot of other things. They could customize a lot of their settings for their end users. So that is like the essence of what we do. And so... um, we are unveiling our core plan for Octopus 2.0, uh, which is an extension for Octopus 1.0. And, um, and now we added two more components. One is near restaking. The other one is the adapted IBC, which is like, like the, the near IBC bridges that I mentioned earlier. So I don't want to go too much into the technical details as we're running out of time, but I just want you to know that we continue our innovation to leverage shared security with the NEAR token, uh, as well as to contribute um, more to the multi-chain and interoperability space by building adapted IBC bridges. So in one word, we are as an infrastructure to play and contribute and play a bigger role and contribute, continue to contribute um, in the Web3 space. Thank you once more, VD, for joining us today. To, and thank you to all of our amazing listeners who took out their time to be with us today on the web, on the Remail Web Wednesday. Of course, this session wouldn't hold without you, our amazing listeners, and we are totally grateful for that. So just a kind reminder that the Women Web Wednesday is a weekly X-based series brought to you by Loser and anchored by the Web Women Hope. So Loser is a decentralized music streaming platform, and we have them live here on the Twitter space on the X space series. And uh, just in case you'd like to follow them, we have their tweets up here. Just go up on the space session that we are on now and you'll see the loser Twitter handle and you could follow them. And of, of course, this is anchored by the Web3 Women Hub. Web3 Women Hub is um, an ecosystem bridge solution that prioritizes women inclusion and Web3 technology as a tool for women empowerment and sustainable impact. So. You could give us a follow. Of course, our bootcamp is coming up soon and our bootcamp provides technical training for women who would love to own, to be valuable and top contributors in the Web3 ecosystem. So our bootcamp comes up very soon. So do well to give us a follow. Invite every woman to give us a follow and to be a part of a community. We present to every woman an excellent opportunity to become a top contributor in the Web3 ecosystem. And of course, be more advanced in innovation. And of course, very importantly, Octopus, which are key partners in Web3 and AI advancement, 
they're of course up here as well. You could give them a follow, make sure you give them a follow, be a part of the community. And that presents you an excellent opportunity to develop and advance in the web free ecosystem. So just about time as we about to close the, on today's session. Briefly, Vivi, please tell us about your new book. I definitely, I'm sure all of our listeners would like to hear about uh, your new book. I think it's called um, More Than Just a Girl, right? Tell us yes, what inspires. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, just very briefly, uh, since we are on this you know, in the, in the session about women. And so this is really a, a, a little children's book that I wrote and it's called Modern Just a Girl. As you can see uh, from the title, um, it's an in, empowering story uh, to inspire girls to dream big and realize their potential, no matter what challenges or circumstances they face. So I think that's exactly very in line with what we discussed today, right? So like we are facing as girls, we're facing different kind of challenges. And um, and then also the world is very disruptive right now by the technologies and everything. So I think it's important that we believe in ourselves and we pursue our dreams and, and fulfill our potential. And also, um, yeah, also like I, I would like to make one point that also in the book, uh, well, the book will be published um, in August 18th um, by Amazon in Kindle. So um, I hope you, you, you get a chance to, uh, to get the book and we'll have um, a limited time promotion for any early bird readers. So it's very affordable. And then we just want to share the stories with uh, like everyone out there. Um, if you, you are a girl yourself or you, you, you have girls in your family or you have you are a father of, 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 of girls, um, I think it's, um, it's a really heartwarming story that, uh, that, that we hope to um, inspire and, uh, and empower all the girls out there. And also I think one thing I want to make is, um, one point I want to make is, you know, like we need men in in this course as well you know it's like men are not our enemies like but they are our important partners so from the story you can see you know like we need to work very closely and we need to learn how to work very very well together men and women um so that in in at work in our family life you know so that um we make a, a better society a better world in this way yeah, thank you so much, Vivi, for that important insight. So if you are a girl or you know a girl who'd love to be more than just a girl, so <laughs> definitely you have to up here on the space and give more than just a girl or follow be on standby to get the book when it launches on the 18th of August. Thank you so much, Vivi, for joining us today on the Women Were Free Wednesday. You added so much spice and vibe to today's session. And I'm pretty sure all of our listeners had an amazing time listening to you, learning and, of course, Listening to the wonderful insights and knowledge you had to share with us, the Women Web Three Wednesday is a weekly Twitter space session, and I'm sure that all of our listeners will love to be a part of the next session. So just go to the top of the space before we end the session and give a follow to every post and every handle shared here because they are all beneficial and will be helpful for your long-term growth in the Web Three ecosystem. I mean, our Twitter Spaces session are amazing for your growth, but Following these pages will do you more good. Thank you so much for joining us at this session of the Winner Web Wednesday. This is the point where the lights go off and the cat. Uh, Thank and you so much, Lydia. Thank you so much, Vivi, for joining us. Thank you to all of our amazing listeners. Thank you, Octopus. Thank you, Sheldon. Thank you, Anita. Thank you, Caesar. Thank you, Milani. Thank you, Jasper. Thank you, Jack Job. Thank you, Rostak. Thank you, Collins. Thank you, Halima. 
thank you to all of our private listeners and of course to our amazing and super host loser thank you so much for providing women this amazing opportunity led by the web Woman hope to promote more inclusion and empowerment in the web ecosystem with that we've come to the end of today's session we'd love to see you on our next session too definitely keep tabs with us and we'll be glad to have you again good night thank you so much everyone thank you thank you lydia bye